Hello, my name is Celia Alves. Uh, I am a big fan of Power Query. It's hard to choose a, a favorite feature, but if I have to, maybe unpivot. And this is Power Query magic. Right, welcome Celia. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Win. It's a pleasure and a great honor. I'm very happy oh, to be here. Thank no, you so much. I really appreciate you know everybody who's just sort of sharing this power query stuff with the world. I think is doing a good thing. You know, you can rest at ease that you're you're doing a good job. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So we have to dive straight into your work history. Okay. okay. So go into LinkedIn, scan down people's work history. And there you are, 2002 to 2006, mathematics teacher in Portugal. Then 2000, 2007 to 2013, teaching mathematics vocational courses to prisoners. So you, <laughs> you've got to just delve into those two. So how's this all started then? Okay, yeah, you did a good uh, research uh, job. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my, my background, my academic background is in mathematics. Um, after debating whether I go, should go to mathematics or arts, because I, would, I, I like painting, and well, I have not been painting for a number of years, but it, that was my dilemma. Should I go to drawing, painting, arts, or mathematics? Okay. I just thought that mathematics would be better, easier to put food in my table, so on my table, so I just went for that. So here I go to become a teacher. High school, uh, I could teach from grade seven to grade twelve. My my preparation okay. would allow me certification would allow me to teach in between that range, and there I go. On my first year as a teacher, I will. Take the opportunity to put it here in here that it was when I became acquainted with Excel the first time. On oh, my while very teaching. First, when my on my very first seminar, teacher seminar, uh, the first year as a still a um, trainee teacher, there were it was a several days conference and there were several workshops and one of the workshops I chose happened to be about Excel. This is where. I was introduced to Excel the first time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I ended up in a school that was responsible to deliver the teaching services to the two uh, prisons in the city. And uh, <laughs> so one was more for adults, um, men, adults, and mm -hmm. uh, the other one also men, but young, younger ages in between 17, 18 up to... Okay. Uh, 20 something years old and yeah I was one of the lucky ones to <laughs> selected wow. to go there and I taught I taught there uh, for three or four years or five yeah, I can't remember yeah. something like that in between well you said the 2006 to 2013 I think it was there, there wouldn't have been much excel going on then though would there I was given a wide topic and then I could kind of select what I would put in in there Right. Um, and I remember that I tried to teach them Excel at some point. It was okay. very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, were you actually going into the prisons for doing this then? Yeah. You're actually uh, in there? Okay. So, yeah, we, we would come in with our car. It was inspected. 
in one of them we also had to go through the metal whatever yeah yeah wow the first time the first day i remember very clearly the first day it one in one of the places uh, in both of them different but similar in, in this aspect we would go through the gates and then the gates would close behind us and this was a very um intense um feeling of okay yeah. if i need to run i can't <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> wow. I need to run out of, there, out of here for some reason, for an accident or yeah. whatever, I can't. So we were just enclosed there with the students yeah. and one guard or two guards and that's it. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty different backstory to, uh, <laughs> to many of us. Who, one who different, sort of... uh, yeah, for your, yeah. For your collection. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So where, how do you go then from that to the sort of having your own business and things now then? So I was teaching for all those years, about 19 years. And in 2013, my husband and I decided to come to Canada, from Portugal to Canada. Um, there was a major economical crisis there and we were just looking for other opportunities. We had a chance to come here. We just uh, took that step. Yeah. And we came with our two kids. Uh, my husband was the one who had a job offer here and I came with what's called an open permit, meaning that I could work um, anywhere where I would find uh, work. Wow. And um, it was kind of a difficult transition. I didn't want to start a, career, a teacher's career from scratch again, going through all the certifications and all the things. And so I had done that path for 20 years and I was just ready for something new. Yeah. And uh, plus, I didn't feel very comfortable teaching in, in, in English. I would have to relearn all the technical stuff in another language. So wasn't very excited about that. I just wanted to do something else, not sure what. And um, I started as um, after a very a few tempor very temporary jobs, I landed a, a permanent position as administrative assistant to one of the branch directors at the health uh, ministry in the province where i was living in alberta okay and so it was a nice experience because i it was when i started to get acquainted with all the corporate uh, environment and um and again excel i remember <laughs> One day I was, I, I was in charge of filling in the spreadsheet that the finance department would send us every month for budgeting. So budget and for actuals and forecasting and all that. So I would yeah, have yeah. to enter the numbers and the director also uh, and asked me to find explanations for those results. So whether, whether it was above or below the <laughs> budget. Okay. Um, to prepare kind of a draft of an explanation that then he would review, of course, and would finalize. And it was uh, in one of those spreadsheets that I first I saw VLOOKUP for the first time. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 2015, 14 or 15 only. Uh, 14 probably. Whoa, so only yeah. seven years ago. So wow, after 20 okay. years of using, of knowing Excel and using it for my teacher's practice and using a bunch of nested ifs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. 
I remember to, to classify uh, when I was calculating the averages for and, and the weighted averages for my students based on their different uh, grades in different assignments and tests and all that. Uh, we had kind of a 5 or 20 scale of um, uh, marks. So the, the scale at the end uh, was the grades were 1 to 5 or 1 to 20 depending on oh, yeah. the scale, elementary or high school. And I remember that I was using um, if this, then, if this, then, if this, <laughs> else. Then. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. this. Because I yeah. had never... Well, so Excel for me for 20 years was what I learned in that workshop that I went right. on my first. Wow. And, okay, I understood this. I'm good with this. This solves my problem. And I, I may have done a little bit of research one or twice to... But I mostly uh, was using just what I learned that day. Yeah, so imagine yeah. three or four hours. I can't remember if it was a morning and afternoon or just a morning or something period of Excel. And that's what <laughs> I, it carried me through 15 <laughs> <me> years. Of <laughs> that's all you need. That's, that's all yeah, you need. And, and the best and the, the thing about it is I, I've, I've told this a couple of times. I was feeling like the queen of Excel in at my school because I, I, even with just that, I was the only one preparing my spreadsheets, coming to the meetings with all my charts and my tables, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. count ifs and some ifs. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, and you know, I, I still remember discovering that you could turn off the grid lines in Excel three years four years of using it you know for uh, in my proper job um whereas i was just making all the cells white i was filling yeah. all the cell backgrounds in white and then somebody showed me there was a little sort of toggle and it was just like oh, brilliant it's so much genius <laughs> so we, yeah. we all sort of uh yeah sort of you know learn learn the hard way really i think most of us anyway yeah, and um, I think I think it's when when you have that moment when when you realize that Excel can do virtually anything, and that there must be a way. If you need something, there must be a way. And with all the possibilities that we have now, with internet and everything, all the knowledge that is out there, when you realize that you can just search and find. Uh, I think that's a crucial moment for any Excel user because until then you are like I were I was for 20 years thinking that Excel is just what you know it is what you know yes and and then there is there was a moment where oh there's more and all I have to do is to be uh, willing to ask questions and to search for answers yeah that's what for me, changes the game for anyone. And I think, I think for me, it was, you know, I was just always learning by just seeing what colleagues were doing. Um, so now, you know, get working remotely and things, you lose that element. But like you say, the volume of content these days compared to 15, 20, whatever years ago, that's available just at your click of a button when you search for it. Yeah, it's just, uh, there's no excuse not to have a, at least make an effort to find you might find the wrong answer but you should at least look it up if you yeah but the 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 thing is that a lot of people have not realized that yet 
they are still in the stage where they think that <clears throat> Excel is all they know about Excel. They know how to put in some formulas and and maybe some charts yes. or whatever they know, and they think Excel is just that. So they they never think of um, oh maybe there's another way of doing this, or maybe I cannot solve it, but maybe there's a way of solving that. So it, it's that puzzle thing I think you mentioned as well, Celia. It's that 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 seems to be the sort of common thing people like solving puzzles like getting to their solution a better solution and, and excel can provide that and i think that's where that seems to be a bit of a common theme i think yeah it's the puzzle solving that people like doing so how, how do you end up becoming an excel mvp then you know you, you've <laughs> it's a meteoric my... rise in the space of sort of like five it's, or six i years. asked myself that many times <laughs> <laughs> yeah so 2014-15 i was learning the lookup <laughs> Yeah, totally. My husband and I were uh, did, were denied the the application to renew the permit, and so we had to find another solution. And we were wow. in between. Okay, do we stay? Do we go back? We didn't want to go back because it had been just less than two years that we were here, having to drag the kids again back, yeah. readjusting everything. So we just made the decision to to stay and find there was another puzzle for me to to solve okay i went through all the different possibilities the solution came to be uh, me applying for a study permit okay so i went back to school um business administration not that i had chosen that ended up being very <laughs> useful now but there i was <laughs> and um applied for a job got different offers, ended up in one for a bookkeeper's company. This company had a couple of systems already in Excel. It involved a lot of formulas that I didn't know and VBA. And in that process that I mentioned, in between having to drop my job and reapplying for the study permit, and so during that period, uh, we were not able to work for, not authorized to work uh, for an employer here in Canada for six months. So okay. um, I had to find, I was looking for other types of solutions. Anyways, I ended up starting to uh, work online as a freelancer. And I went, okay, what do I know? I think I know Excel. I was convinced yeah. that I know <laughs> I knew Excel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I just went to... Um, a freelancers platform and started to apply for Excel uh, gigs jobs and I got yeah, my first right. one I offered the guy five dollars an hour because uh, I cannot get a job here without a review and without a review I cannot get a, so without a review I cannot get a job without a job I cannot have a review and I was and I said okay okay I can do this for you I'll offer this for five dollars an hour in exchange of a good review if you end up um liking the the work that i do it was for someone in the uk his uh his uh, job post said can you do this in excel and he explained the problem it was not a simple problem but i had just learned the lookup <laughs> and <laughs> okay. i thought the lookup <laughs> must be the answer yeah i can do this 
yeah so okay i got the job and when i started to try to solve that i realized that if i had to if i was to if i was going to use vlookup to solve that i would have to nest 36 vlookups and diffs <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so that wouldn't work okay yeah this doesn't work. I well, no, but see, see, the good thing is you realized that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's what sets you apart. That's, yeah. what, that's where the value is for the client. Yes. No, I, I, on the third pair of parentheses, I realized, no, this is not. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, well, this is going to take me longer. Oh, that's fine. I'm not so in a rush. So, okay. So I started uh, to search online and this is all this world of content started to reveal to me the forums, right. the YouTube channels, uh, VBA and, and so on. So that was my first um, hard experience and deep experience, I would say, with Excel. I ended up solving the problem. The guy was very happy, um, fulfilled his promise of a very good review and that's it. <laughs> so from then, oh, that review, in fact, gave me that job with the, with the bookkeeper's company. Uh, she was impressed with the review and that I showed her, okay, you're hired. And then she showed oh, me her Excel okay. spreadsheets and her systems. And I was, okay, what is this? <laughs> 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 and she said, okay, so this is what we have, but there's still a lot of manual work. Yeah, so each file would do certain things but then we would need to transfer information from one file to the other to follow kind of a workflow and i need you to automate that okay <laughs> and i had no idea how to do that so i went home and i would take all my time all my free and not even free i would take out of my sleeping time to get up early and start studying i start i entered enrolled at after a while i en enrolled in a course uh, okay. from the very basics up to vba and it was very important for for my learning at that time and i was learning and applying and learning and applying and yeah. dealing dealing with real problems is what for me works best to to be able to learn when you really have yeah, to definitely. apply what you are learning to something specific and so that's it. I was I was there for about eighteen months and automated pretty much everything that they they had at that time, in, including yeah. VBA in between Word and Excel. <laughs> so Power Query yeah. was not in the oh, picture wow, okay. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was two thousand sixteen. I have never heard of um, Power Query in two thousand seventeen. Uh, I left that company. I, so the, my work job there was pretty much done. I didn't want to be a, group, a bookkeeper. So in terms of Excel automation, it was pretty much done. Um, and another guy uh, learned about what I was doing for them and invited me to work for their company, do kind of a similar thing. This okay. company was um, buying and renting containers um uh, buying and selling and renting shipping containers but they were doing everything manually invoicing uh, the database uh, inventory in operations right. yeah and yeah. 
so again I was there um, for again about 18 months and automated all that stuff for them so and, so you definitely had a bit of a sort of uh, a shine or a knack for this sort of thing then did you sort of again is, is it that sort of solving that puzzle and working it out and enjoying yeah. the learning or finding it stressful or where do you fall on that sort of spectrum? I like finding the solutions to to automate so for yeah, example yeah. I don't consider myself a an data analyst because I don't like the data analysis thing I like yeah. what's before that okay here's your data now you do the analysis yeah, yeah. I cleaned it up I automated bringing in the data and putting it all together creating a data yeah. model all that now analyze it is and that, is that a data engineer is that the official title of that i think data engineer it probably know. sounds good <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, don't I, just, I just think it's a power query geek or something <laughs> yeah yeah that too <laughs> yeah and power so, query so, came into the scene around that time i i at right, that time yeah. i i was um following a couple of youtube channels at some point oz's channel came up I started yeah. to follow his channel and he was publishing a lot about Power Query that, that, at that time, um, alerting people to, okay, Power Query seems to do this, but here are some situations where awkward things happen. And I was like, what the heck is this? Because I would see that editor in the screen and yes. I didn't know where, where that was coming from, but I kept watching anyways. And I was, again, kind of gathering puzzle pieces in my mind and then one day at that company the owner said oh i would like to have a comparison between the sales of this year and last year and we the, in their case they had a database for their sales uh, an excel file in fact for their sales for each year so each year they would start a new file right. and this yeah. way was when i read oh data get data from file <laughs> i know that <laughs> so that was my opportunity to start using power query and that that was it yeah and so well, you, know, you never you, you never know when you know watching all these things sometimes they seem a bit irrelevant but i found like it, it could be the next day that that thing suddenly becomes useful you go oh that, that thing i watched last week or that tweet yeah. i saw somebody do it happens to me so many times that because sometimes yeah. uh, and it happens also because there's different ways of solving a problem. But if you just watched something the day before or a week ago, that can be one of those ways, then you are more inclined to use it. So it has happened yes. to me that a colleague had uh, would, would ask me, oh, I cannot do this. Can you help me here? And I had just watched something the day before that was explained yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i looked like this wizard that knows everything this just just because i had yeah. watched that um yeah so you are you had asked me how i became an mvp so the this is yeah. at this point okay i'm working for this company i'm starting to realize i really enjoy this um excel developer thing um the other day i had a, a conversation with a recruiter that found me on linkedin and he said oh it's very interesting that you present yourself as an excel developer i never see people this well that's what i am i'm not a data analyst or or business analyst or whatever it's i think what i am is this anyways so mm -hmm. um and at this point i was kind of in 
Okay, my plan has been since I had left my job in the government to go back to a corporate job. And at this point, I started to see, well, there's demand for this type of work that I do. I started to get invitations from the freelancers platform that I was still using to do jobs on the side. And it was, uh, and I was trying to get into corporate jobs and I realized that it was qu quite difficult for recruiters to pay attention to my uh, curriculum. So I have a, a lic licentiate, I think it's how you call it here, degree from Portugal and a master's degree. It's equivalent to a bachelor's and two masters here in America. And I okay. have all this experience with Excel and all that, but there's not a fancy certificate number name for this type of experience. So they would see yeah. me either as a teacher be in front of a blackboard or a whiteboard in front of a class teaching mathematics or I don't know and Excel a lot of people if, even the recruiters they don't know the power it has and what it can do for companies. So I found myself struggling to convince recruiters to even consider me for this, all these analysts, like uh, business analysts, HR analysts, all these type that they are mostly Excel uh, work. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, I, I don't want to keep my spending my time running after these things for nothing, wasting my time. I'm just going to sit here and do what I like and job inquiries inquiries started to come and then once i commit to them then even if they are not full-time i cannot suddenly say to the client i cannot do this because now i'm going to full-time so anyways i ended up establishing myself as a, a self-proprietor as a contractor and started my work from home yeah, wow. and um but that can become quite lonely sometimes quite um how do you say long, uh, lonely? Is yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I'm, I'm, a, I, I, I speak with people every day from all different places in the world, but I am at home. At some point, I yeah. felt well, I need to connect with people around here, and I had moved from Alberta to Toronto to Ontario, where I am now, and I, so I didn't know anyone. I so I started to search online and. I found, I think I looked for Excel events or something like that because at this point I became acquainted with the Brazilian Excel community, which they are a bunch of people okay. there uh, with many different YouTube channels and they seem to have a great connection and a great uh, uh, networking there. And I thought, well, let me see what's going on here. I found a meetup group about Power BI. Power BI Power Apps and Flow. That was the name of okay. the meetup group at that time. It is ran by uh, Vivek Patel and Ashraf Gonaim. They are both MVPs. And I started to go there just for the fun of getting out of the house, meeting other people. I didn't right, know what yeah. Power Apps was. I thought this Power Apps, maybe it's Power Query and something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. This was 2000. 17 i think or 18. okay and yeah so i started attending those events uh, great stuff happening there a lot of great content and 
yeah and at some point i was chatting with ashraf and i was saying oh i wish there was something like this for excel here there's nothing about excel and we don't have anything <laughs> and he said why don't you create one then create, create oh. just create the meetup group then if you want one yeah okay <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what i did i said okay i want to meet people chat with people about excel learn from each other have a kind of a, every month just get together with different professionals like minded like minded people and and see what we get from there and we can share yeah so yeah i invited other people to to join me as uh, in the organization of that meetup group and we started it in may 2019 okay and right. Around that time, Is there many people at the first session. First session was about thirty people. Oh wow! Okay. This is what caused this work with the meetup, and also I started to present at several events around that time, around two thousand end of two thousand nineteen. I um, posted that I was going to speak in two thousand twenty. So I went to speak in Brazil, twenty twenty in January, just before the pandemic started. In, in person there at the Excel event, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and with that, people just started to pay attention to what I was doing. And Vivek Patel said, I want to um, uh, nominate you for MVP. I said, what? No, I don't think, you know, I mean, because for me to be an MVP, you would have to have uh, a huge YouTube channel or a blog and I had both of them but they were not huge very tiny yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had like 100 or 200 subscribers or something like that <clears throat> yeah, and not yeah. much more than that now I'm around 3,000 or so so uh, yeah I thought okay if you think so he was so so sure that I would get the award okay if you are so sure let's try that but I, I wasn't yeah. very convinced and that's it. So that's how it all happened. <laughs> I think it, it's, um, you know, it, it, I think the MVP award is a case of just going, you know, people who are making the effort and who are, I think as well, you know, different, different stories, different backgrounds of people. Microsoft want feedback from a broad range of folks with broad ranges of backgrounds and experiences and user experiences and stuff like this. And if those people, ourselves, etc., are contributing back to the community and sort of showing that we're willing to share our knowledge and all that sort of stuff, that's where the the MVP award comes from and what makes it so fun that there's so all these different people from, you know, all over the place with all different crazy stories like your background yeah. and stuff so, and, yeah. yeah and different ways of contributing right a lot of people totally. they do an amazing work on forums just helping one by one yeah. one by one this question this question this question they are there yeah. daily answering sometimes difficult questions and nobody knows about them because they don't have that exposure of having a, a, a big youtube channel or a big um, uh, blog uh, but they do do uh meaningful and great work just helping people on those forums yeah, if you going on are you on any do you do you go on any forums these days not really um uh, I, just because i don't have time and because of yeah. that i avoid going 
because if I see those questions, mm, this is interesting. Yeah. How would I solve this? And then I realized I lost one of my uh, one business day of payable billable hours that just yeah. helps someone <laughs> solving that I get, their problem. I get sucked in before breakfast sometimes or in the evenings and things as well. And it's just like, just I, I've, I've got on to uh, Reddit now. That's where I'm I'm sort of uh, just scanning through. It's quite a nice platform to just scan through an answer. So uh, that's where I am. I go on to the Excel tech community now and again. But, uh, you know, our friend Sergey has probably answered yeah. the question already. Sergey is always... <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing okay, getting there and answering the question. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so is there any sort of particular bits now you're sort of into you're doing sort of more on Power Query and focus in that area? Are there any sort of use cases or scenarios that have really been impactful that you've seen um, or any favorite parts of it? Well, Power Query is really a favorite old thing, right? It's yeah. <laughs> just uh, how and I love I, I was very in love and still am with VBA, for example. So I love programming. Um, now, knowing what I know, I would, I probably should have gone through some kind of uh, computer science or some kind of more programming oriented um, um, ac ac academic um, yeah, program. But at that time, I, like I said, I didn't, I barely knew what a computer was. So anyways, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what we could do with that. And so that solving solving those solving problems is like i mentioned what i enjoy and i like programming but the beauty of when i started to use at power query i stopped using vba for anything that power query can do and now my yeah. solutions end up having both so okay this here comes power query and then at the end we need to generate a bunch of different pdfs or we need to send out emails or I need to export the CSV file. Anyways, all that output work is uh, most uh, mo almost all, every, every time there's a piece of VBA involved there. Um, I have started with Power Automate, but very, very, I, nothing significant done with it yeah, yet. Yeah. And, and the use scenarios are end up being having some similarities. So every time someone has to deal with the same type of report every week, every month, every day that involves the same steps that we need to bring in information and we need to combine these different pieces of data and then produce something at the end, either in Excel or, or outside Excel. This is where Power Query uh, has a, a very important role. Do you find that um, just clients have just, you know, everybody's working from dumps of CSVs and Excel files and keying stuff in. It, is that still the most common oh, yeah. scenario? Yeah. Just te terrible Excel. And, 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 and yeah, and then uh, a number of VLOOKUPs, index and matches, and carrying yeah. the formulas down, not knowing what yeah, a table yeah. is in Excel. I have clients... Yeah big corporations with a bunch of uh, analysts, um, full-time employees, their job titles are data analysts or business analysts, HR analysts, 
and they keep doing the same thing they don't use excel tables they it's just copy pasting copy pasting and vlookup index and match and yeah. And then reports that point to a cell in on a pivot table, but not with get pivot table, just with that specific oh, cell. <laughs> and then the next time they refresh the pivot table and they need to go and adjust all the formulas <laughs> because the cells now the values are in different cells or different rows. And, and I mean, I tried. To, I tried to. Let's say, well, maybe there's, but I, there's other ways of doing it, and maybe you should invest some time exploring it. But if people are not uh, willing to put in that effort, they won't because they just say, okay, this is what they pay me to do, this is my nine to five job, I'll do whatever they ask me, that's it, I go home. So yeah. everyone is different. In my case, I'm very curious and if I know there's something out there that I need to discover, I, I'm not lay down on the sofa, sofa watching TV. I'm, <laughs> I'm searching. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. me. I mean, not everyone uh, has the same no. type of curiosity or interest, so they just do other things that I don't do. It's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's there, that curiosity level is is key to this. Um, this whole thing and I think when these new tools come along there is that thing of people just do stuff the way they've always done it and just don't they're not doing anything wrong they just never question that there might be a better way of doing it it's just like well this is what happens and it works yeah. so why why bother with any other approach Good enough. Um, yeah. but yeah but for me I'm always just like chomping at the bit to you know I'll I'll easily waste five hours learning something new way of doing something that I could have done in 10 minutes because I'm thinking, yeah, I'm doing this 10 minutes all the time. Exactly. And I don't want to do this 10 minutes all the time. I want to just do it once, get it right. And then I know. Yeah. Click a button. And then you, you are free to solve something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 The next problem comes along. <laughs> Wasting more time. So I've done, I've done power query things where I could have just easily retyped something. Yeah. And I've just gone. <clears throat> Oh, I wonder what the technique is for doing this, and then I've ended up, you know, searching, going down a rabbit hole of four or five different YouTube channels, and trying to find a an answer. And go, oh, that's probably the cleverest way of doing that. And yeah, just so much, so much to learn. Um, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so you were say, so you um so your blog and your YouTube channel and stuff. So you kicked that off a couple of years ago, then. Yeah, the YouTube channel started around. 2016 maybe oh yeah, yeah okay uh, but it was kind of dormant for a long time it still is sometimes for a number of weeks or months when i cannot uh, put in anything and the blog when i uh, created my um, my my company my my business i created a website and i had the blog there and again, it's uh, it takes a lot of time to put in a, a good uh, article. So yeah. I have a, a couple prepared to review and then post, but I just keep postponing it. I just yeah. 
You mentioned to me the other day as well that you're doing some live tra- sort of live sessions, live classes and things now. Yeah. So has that just kicked off? Or? I've been trying a couple of things on this YouTube, uh, with with YouTube. One of the things, yeah, yeah. Um, I was following this different digital marketing course, something, and one of the strategies they, okay, yeah. they, they propose is instead of you preparing and recording and editing um, something, a, a topic, you can just go live, deliver the class about that, it, yeah. and then and then you can use that long video. And uh, if there is kind of a, a topic in the middle that um, can be cut out and leave as a, a video as a outside of the context, so that's just that one tip. Then we can reuse those that big video and produce more smaller videos out of that. But it's it's quite difficult, um, in, challenging in terms of time because of the editing. I mean, uh, then the editing of those pieces is not just cut from here, from there to there. Because in the middle, I may say, oh, OK, let me see this question. Oh, hello. Nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> because I am on a live class, right? And so I then have to cut, yeah. to cut that out of that uh, uh, piece. So, <laughs> no, so I've been see. running a couple of lives and, and, and uh, I prepare and ideally it should be 30 minutes, but very easily they go one hour and a half, two hours of live classes. So I, I don't yeah, even know if yeah, people then go there and watch that because it's yeah. so long. And and things are changing, you know, so quick now. There's so many new features and things like this. Um, how are you, what are you, where are you going to sort of keep up to date or what, what's your technique? Well, for a while, uh, for a long time, and still now, I pay attention to a, cert- a few, a few YouTube channels, and the, uh, especially YouTube channels. I was going to say blogs as well, but the, to tell the truth, I don't go to blogs uh, on purpose most of the times. But I just yeah, okay. keep attention, uh, keep my eye on posts on LinkedIn. Then now being an MVP, of course, we have access to information ahead of time when things are about to come up and we get the opportunity to yeah, help yeah. with testing. And so that's pretty much my my go to. Um, and, and in fact, I at the moment, I find my, myself not having a lot of time to explore and learn um, as I would like, as much as I would like. Um, yeah. at, I, at the moment is mostly learning what I need to to solve the problems I the projects I have at hand. That's a full time. That is full time plus in itself, isn't it? You know, but that even even the other day, I think there was you know we we are part of this sort of um, email list with the with the MVPs and the Microsoft team and stuff and the Excel team, and I think you raised this thing about validation lists. And you said it'd be lovely if you could get unique items to show up. You know, you can select a whole column, but only the unique items mm-hmm. will show up in the validation list if you refer to it. And I think about like two months later, that was actually in the beta channel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. like, it's crazy how quick some of this stuff can happen. Yeah, sometimes it may be a coincidence or maybe just they didn't thought of that or they didn't thought it was important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, just that whole user voice sort of, or what's it called now, feed feedback portal. All these ideas being thrown at the uh, Excel team and things. It's. Uh, is there anything in particular? Is there anything on there sort of 
I guess power query wise especially that any sort of new features or things that are broken or would be good to have that you've uh... oh there's there's certainly a lot and <clears throat> since that the user voice uh, was replaced I haven't participated much in this platform I don't know why I just kind of lost the track of it and yeah I know what you mean yeah I uh, haven't jumped in there as as actively as I was in the other one, but I have I had I took notes. So just in Power Query, for example, let us be in Power Query and in Excel at the same time. We can do that in Power yes. BI, but uh, we cannot do that in in Excel, right? Yeah, and that's very annoying. annoying. So. Yeah. Um, it what it would be great to is if we could have a way of kind of solving that um, what's that called it's the create a step and it goes back and computes all over again since oh yeah that referencing since, since when you even just sometimes you just do a step like change data type and it stays there forever computing that next uh, step preview on Power Query Editor because it goes back to the source and brings it all, all back, recalculates yes. all the steps until then, and it takes forever. Um, there's a couple of techniques. Ken Pulse has one as this staging step table technique and other yeah, techniques yeah. to go around that, but it would be just and buffer no. sometimes helps, but not always. So yeah, I think I, I think there's this that. There's such a broad audience of people that are just bringing in small files and stuff like this. And if you could just say, look, just bring it in and just store it in memory. Yeah. You know, it won't work for massive files, but I think there's a, there must be a huge audience that are just dealing with, you know, a couple of megabytes of data. Yeah. 100,000 rows, 200,000 If rows you tops. could just you could... pin a step and say, okay, up to here, I'm good. Yeah. Loaded. Don't, don't yeah. go back. If you if you are computing and you reach the step, yeah. just keep it and, and don't go back. Well, so one of the reasons that I've sort of got in certain circumstances now got into data flows as well, because it could be that we had one a horrible sort of uh, scenario with the client had some old accounting system was online. And it, every time you just change a step, it would just churn, churn. So just pull that data into a data flow okay. and then worked off that. And then once we needed to go live, we could either point back or just have the data flow refresh overnight. It was a much nicer experience, but hopefully that sort of scenario comes a bit more available to Excel yeah, so users that's now. A good idea. So the data flow ends up working as a, a staging thing. So you just yeah. bring that first phase is there, okay, it's here and now. And then you continue from then, there into Excel or Power BI? Well, Power BI in the past, but now it's, it's, it's available and there's a button in the insider channel for data flows, mm -hmm. but you can also type, oh, what is it? Power platform dot data, something like that, brackets null or something. I'll put a link in the notes, can't remember what it is now, but you can do that in the current channel, I think. And the channels, the channel, right. So you're dealing with lots of different clients. How do you handle the different channels and different versions of Excel people have got? Does, does it come up as a problem or not? Yeah, I, I, pretty much uh, worry about if they are using Microsoft 365 or not. That's the first step. Then the yeah. channels, so far I haven't had uh, problems. I'm, 
I have one machine working on the beta channel and the other one is just a current a monthly channel. So far I haven't had big no problems. I just need to, say, to pay attention when uh, they are using, for example, 2016, which a lot of companies still are, or 2019 yeah, yeah, yeah. that I know, oh, okay, I cannot go with this formulas because they are not yeah, available there. Yeah, can't throw an X look up in there. Yeah, uh, dynamic arrays. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah. other than that, yeah. it's, uh, challenges are funny sometimes related to versions because sometimes people, they come to me saying that they use Excel, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, okay. And when I come to realize they are Google, using Google Sheets, but for them it's Excel. Right. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm imagining a solution and then, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, we yeah. have a problem now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Have you, have you used much Google Sheets? Not much. Um, I haven't. And almost all the clients that come with Google Sheets, they just say, okay, I just changed to Microsoft 365. <laughs> they, they, okay. Most of the times, and, and, and there are situations where they, their company runs on the Google Suite because there's Gmail and other communication and tools that they use for them. But then for this particular solution, they just, uh, because it's just one or two people having to deal with it, they just buy a, a license, Microsoft 365 license, and they work with it on, on their desktop and just, yeah. just makes their life easier. Sometimes I do have yeah. to connect Power Query to Google Sheets files okay uh, how's that work is that okay yeah there's a little trick that we need to i have a video about that it's uh, you get the url from the file but then at the end there's a, a little tail in the url that says edit blah blah okay. blah you need to replace that with something xlsx or something like that and that will right. make the file be recognized as almost an excel file <laughs> yeah and you need to you need you cannot have the file so it, it needs to be shared as anyone with a link can access or otherwise you will not okay. so it's not published on the web it's not the same thing because that would make the file kind yeah, of public okay. but it's, it's it's like when you share something with a link with someone yeah um it needs to be like at least that's the way i know how to to connect it. I'm not sure if there's other ways, but yeah. that's the way I do it. There's, um, yeah, the sooner they fix the uh, sort of connecting to a file on OneDrive as well, it'll be making that easier because it's just painful now. Yeah. That definitely needs fixing. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to moan about it. We love Power Query. So. Okay, so time for the little game called Just a Minute. So here we go. It's uh, 60 seconds and we're going to talk on the topic of text transformations. So anything to do with Power Query and text. So the topic can be, you know, what sort of things you can do with it, what features you can use, um, any scenarios you can think of that you might use it. So basically either you start talking or I start talking, <clears throat> but then if either of us repeat ourselves and we repeat ourselves by saying anything other than text transformations or power query. They're allowed. But if we repeat, the other person buzzes in and takes over. And whoever's speaking at the end of one minute is the winner. Okay. Okay. So 
Do you have a preference of whether you go first or second? Um, do you want me to start or do you start. want to start? <laughs> I'll look okay. very quickly, so, get... so be prepared to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm listening out for you saying repetitive words or big pauses or saying um. Oh, I do. Okay. So um, it's a bit harsh, especially. So So you, like your English second language, you're not speaking English at home, are you? Or are you... Uh, well, no. Uh, Portuguese, my kids answer back Portuguese. in English. <laughs> I talk to them Portuguese. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I've I've automatically got an advantage, so I'm really cheating here. Yeah. And I've played this game a few times before, so I should I should be getting better. So. Uh, okay. Good <laughs> we'll luck. See where we get to. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna start. Yeah, I can. Talking start. about anything to do with text and transformations in Power Query. Okay, on your marks, get set, go. Okay, text transformations are extremely extremely useful because it helps you a great deal with cleaning data. So, for example, if you have to deal with data that was entered manually and people are not consistent with it, even just with the casing of the word, sometimes uppercase, lowercase, and so on, because Power Query is sensitive. Or buzz case. Or no, uppercase and low. Is uppercase one word? Carry on, carry on. <laughs> carry on. So, you can use... You can use um, Text transformations, those particular functions in Power Query to help you uh, make your data more uh, uniform. Or oh, definitely buzzing in now. You've said data. Okay. Twice. Definitely said data. So, so carry on. Data is probably the easiest one. You did well. 44 oh, seconds. Oh, wow. So now I'm going to lose because one minute the... will be and you'll be there. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, let's see. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, my favorite example of using text transformations is column from examples, where you can right click on a column, say column from examples, type in column for example, the word. Multiple times in column. Oh, column, column. 58 seconds. <laughs> 58 seconds. So two seconds remaining. I don't Go. like, I'm very um, reticent of. One minute up, yeah. you won, and you said a big. You said a big um, um at one minute, one second. <laughs> I was going to say I, I avoid that function a lot, that feature, of, oh. by example, okay. because it gives me kind of um, it steals from me that sense of control. I don't know what Power Query is doing, <laughs> although we can look at the code right and see what's going on yes. there. I am with you if I don't understand the code. I say to people, if you don't understand that formula, you know, that the Power Query is generated kindly for you, then, you know, you're taking it, you risk yeah. that it's not going to do what you want it to do. But that's why I prefer it to, ooh, what's it called? Um, in Excel, oh, I've had a brain blank, uh, Flashville. Because mm -hmm. yeah. Flashville doesn't tell you what it's yeah. doing. And it's a one-off as well, so I guess it's okay. But yeah, column from examples, meh, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, text transformation. If it is a one-time thing that you need to do, and if it not, if it's not massive data, um, too to big of a data set, and you can kind of check yeah. it, or if it's not too severe that a couple of mistakes happen there, it's all about the context, right? Yeah, use it in the right space and be aware of what the risks are. I think is the is the is the trick. Okay, anything else to talk about? Where where's people find you? Um, where's the best place for them to come across across you? Um, LinkedIn for sure. 
Celia yeah. Alves solve in the Excel on or Celia Alves solve Excel. It's uh, on on YouTube. Solve in Excel is my website, and then all the other social media platforms on Facebook, on Twitter, Solve in Excel. Uh, um, sorry, on yeah. Facebook and Instagram, Solve in Excel. On Twitter, I am Celia Excel. <laughs> But so people can find me pretty much uh, anywhere, but LinkedIn and YouTube is where I am most active. Yeah, yeah. I'll put links as well in the in the Thank show you. notes. Um, I also like to ask my guests if they've had any brushes with the fame. Have you ever met any famous people? Are you related to any famous people? Um, Got any famous Famous stories? in our world of, uh, of, of Excel. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and not that I know in the real of, world. Not that I know famous people outside, but anyways, I remember. Uh, I'll, I'll always keep these memories of when I met Ken Pauls the first time, right. two thousand eighteen, on the um, what's that Ignite, the Ignite event by Microsoft here in Toronto. Oh, okay. Uh, it was around that time where I was just trying to figure out, okay, what's going on here in Toronto? What's what is there about Excel? And I was, okay, there's this event. I was just starting to go to that meetup group that I mentioned before. And he was so kind. I mean, he's such a generous person. Uh, we chatted yeah, for, yeah, for a definitely. long time at that, at that time. I think he mentioned that he, at that time I should apply to MVP. And so, what kind of a weird idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was, in fact, it was, I think it was 2019 already. At, I also met Marco Russo and Alberto Ferrari one at a time, not the two of them together. They both came to speak at that same meetup group for Power BI that I mentioned. Oh, right. And yeah. particularly that session by Marco Russo, he introduced me. In one hour, he made me understand uh, the concept of the star schema. And right. that was crucial for... Yeah. to know okay i need to pay attention to certain to certain things and this is how it should be done and yeah so again just having that seed and then we can search and and look for more and try to understand better but that session is and and again it's so important these community sessions free sessions for whoever wants to attend and sometimes they can be just so important for one particular person in the audience. Yeah. And they were such nice guys. Yeah. They are such nice guys and generous people as well. So it, I had the opportunity to chat with both of them at the end of the session. So oh, I agree. Those three at least. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> in good. Person. Um, and the other one I asked people is around whether you've had any sort of terrible presentation moments, things that have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. On, on, when I started running those live uh, sessions, I was uh, it, it was exhausting. And there was one time, it was exhausting because I was so worried about what people would say and what if something does not go right when you're doing running a demo and you know how Excel is. And one yeah. day I had set up my Excel to work in Portuguese because I had to record a video in Portuguese about it was ex about the Visio okay. the Visio add-in in Portuguese that Microsoft oh, I was right, an MVP yeah, yeah. already they asked me to for that tutorial okay I set that up and recorded the video then I put it back to English but then I forgot that I also had changed the 
um, decimal uh, separators. The oh, okay. Because in Portuguese, comma is for decimal separator, and then the formulas need to work with a semicolon or semicolon because the comma is for the numbers, not to separate arguments. Right. Okay. So I forgot to put that back. I changed the language back to English and I was running this live. <laughs> I was, I, I believe I was talking about tables and then trying to demonstrate formula, uh, formula going, expanding down the table. I, I think it was that. Anyways, I was trying to write VLOOKUP function and the parameters would just not come up because I would put comma and it was expecting right. a semi semicolon oh, no. and uh, I was so nervous at some point why is this not working <laughs> <And> I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was one and the other one that I also remember was um, I, I w went to participate on a live um, <clears throat> a chat with the recruiter he runs different topic live topics on 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 his um, uh, YouTube channel and on LinkedIn and he invited me to speak about Excel uh, and okay so I was trying to do I prepared the demonstration how about automation power query and then VBA but I had this brilliant idea of in the middle of presentation of the presentation to show something else that just occurred to me at that time and I oh. I said oh we could we could also do this and I switched the order of the columns on my power query table just because I just decided that at, at that moment and then right. when it came the part of VBA, it wouldn't work because there was a step with filtering a table and the columns, the, the, the code has the number of the column by which the criteria needs to be applied, to which the criterion, filtering criteria needs to be applied. And so those columns were switch switched. <laughs> So it wouldn't work. Yeah, and uh, yeah. never change partway through presentation. Stick, stick. Yeah, that plan. was my lesson. No, no <laughs> new ideas during the presentation. Just stick no. with what you prepared. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't figure out. And, it, and the presentation was in this mood of, oh, um, we have this just short time, short time. So it was very in a hurry. I, I couldn't think. So I had to say, oh, you have to believe me. It was working. <laughs> Yeah, trust me, it works. And we also ask people to leave their sort of um, two, two articles or blog posts or videos. So the most popular one or one of the most popular ones and their favorite one. Um, so the, what have you got? The most popular one, <laughs> because of that video that I just mentioned that I had to record in Portuguese, okay. I had to switch my uh, the display language in Excel to Portuguese. I didn't know how to do that. I had to search and find how to do that. And at the end, I said, I better just record the video for myself about this because next time I need this, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll have definitely. to research it all over again. And I have a video in the blog post. That's what that's the most popular one since then. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's what Excellent. apparently people are looking to. How do I change my language, the language, display language in Excel? So it's nothing to do yeah. with Power Query or VBA or anything like that. No, no. And, yeah. and then your favorite the favorite one. one um, I think 
probably one of the tips that I uh, have given a couple of times that people usually are not aware about the enable background refresh tick mark on Power Query. So for example, when we load a table uh, from a query and then we build, we build a pivot table from that Power Query table. And then when you do refresh, you need to refresh twice because the first time the table updates, but not the pivot table. And then finally the pivot table updates. And usually that can be solved if you go to your query and on the properties, there's enable background refresh that by default is marked uh, on. And if you take that check mark off, then that it makes that the, the pivot table will wait for the table first to be updated and then the pivot table runs. And so one click only will update nice both. Tip. And in fact, one of the things I had here on my list that I would like Power Query to have is that that check mark would become off by default instead of on because it is very rarely that I want that on. I usually have to go through all the queries and turn that off. Yeah, and certainly made more obvious as well, rather than yeah. hidden away in some or at least yeah. give us the option um, um, of whether of... or not we want that on by default. Yeah. But I have a blog post no, about I that. Should... I think uh, I refer people to that quite often because that's something that comes on a couple of times. It also helps mm -hmm. with yeah. uh, when you have VBA. So let's say you have a code that says refresh this, this query and after you have your table loaded, copy the table and paste it somewhere else because maybe you want a CSV file or something out of that. Um, <clears throat> yes. The, the VBA will go faster than the query to refresh. So when VBA is copying and pasting something that is not updated yet. And, um, but unchecking yeah. that check mark with VBA does not always work. Sometimes it does solve this problem. But other times, I, I haven't figured out why. Um, okay. It doesn't. Interesting, because I, I think I, ha I have used that technique a, a while back. But yeah. Um, okay, but that, no, that's a good tip for people because it's a pretty common one, that, isn't it? That people need that to happen. How do I stop it running? So uh, I'll definitely put links to both those. Okay in the show notes so awesome thank you thank you too. um and the last little one here is i'm stranding you on a desert island okay it can be a pleasant island you know but there's nobody else there and you're allowed one object but it must begin with m in in honor of power queries m language so <coughs> any ideas what would you take well m language or Linguagem M, which is a translation to Portuguese, is still M. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to cheat and I'm going to choose a Portuguese word, which was the right. very first thing that came to mind when I heard that, uh, read the question. And that is mantinha or manta. Mantinha is kind of when you want to say a little object, this kind of a diminutive for a word. Uh, manta. Okay. Manta is a blanket. Ah. I have my blanket on my lap. 
all year long around because my office (laughs) is in the basement so it tends to get cold especially in the floor because it's uh, i'm i'm touching concrete and then beneath that there's ice i'm guessing during the winter and maybe not now but it's cold and and and, but even in the sofa when i go to the living room even in on the summer i just feel like putting that cozy blanket on top of me need the cozy blanket (laughs) in those those cold cold desert island nights you can just have your blanket on you with a fire going. Yeah, oh, beautiful. yeah I think that uh, if I okay. could bring my family and the, uh, an object, I need that for my emotional <laughs> and <laughs> physical comfort. Granted, <laughs> granted. All right, awesome. Really enjoyed the chat, Celia. Thanks for coming on Thank the show. You. Appreciate it. Thank you, Will. I mean, it um, was uh, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure to meet, yeah, to nice have to the chat. opportunity to chat with you for this uh, long this time because it's always in a rush that we have the opportunity to communicate other times. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm hoping we can have sort of like an in-person summit again in the next year yeah. or two. And uh, if we're if touch wood, we're still MVPs and still yeah. around, then uh, yeah, it'd be nice to catch up with everybody again. You were we? very, very helpful when I became an MVP. You were one of the people reaching out if you need help to get around, let me know. So thank you for that. Oh, no <laughs> Very worries. kind. Try. I remember what it's like. I sort of remember walking actually at the first summit, walking into the uh, sort of the first room that we were in at the Microsoft thing and sort of seeing you know Oz and then Ken and then Bill Jellen and sort of a few other people dotted around and just going okay where do I sit <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm the new kid sitting at the back somewhere so yeah it's it's nice to sort of just be welcomed in and everybody has been super welcoming for me I so. haven't had that luck yet that the closest so. experience I had to that was watching all those names flowing into my inbox emailing box right after I subscribed to the the NDA list. It's what, what are they? (laughs) It's good, it is good. So uh, no, so thank you very much once again. And uh, yeah, keep sharing the magic with people. And we'll catch you You are doing such a great job with all your videos. And I have some of them on my tutorials list. I refer back to them every now and then. So thank you very much. Pleasure. Thanks, Celia. Catch you Thank later Thank you. Bye-bye.